Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to another Ringside Frackers. My name is Lewis. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we've had a you know a brief hiatus. Just you know, the boxing scene's got a bit dead, so we thought we'd take a little break. You know, we were going, we were going full full pelt for quite a while. You know, everyone, everyone's got to have a rest. Everyone's got to have a holiday. Sam, where, where did you go? I can't have. Had to take a little hiatus. You know, just had to recoup. Where did you go? Bahamas? Like, where did you go? What what, what destination? You know, PBC went down bad with Spence, and I went down basically. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to recoup everyone. The president. Obviously, we got the president's PBC Samps. We got Naeem. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you guys? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. (laughs) Seeing better days, but. You know, it is what it is. Uh, and we got Dapo as well. That, yeah, that do-rag looking very tight, man. The do-rag's there. Well, if you want to listen right now, it's looking... It looks very secure. That do-rag looks very secure, I have to admit. I like, it's not going to fall off when you're sleeping or, or anything. It's just very, yeah. very secure. I respect the way that you've tied it. Well, um, guys, <laughs> a, a few quick announcements. Listen, we're recording on a, on a Monday, right? Now, that's not going to make much sense to the announcement that I'm about to make to you. But um, we're going to be changing the day that we're recording. OK, so um, we're going to start recording on Sunday evenings, which means that every Sunday evening you'll be able to join us live. I know there probably ain't going to be much people joining live for this one because you're just used to us recording on a on a Thursday night. So sorry for the lack of the heads up. But um yeah, Sunday nights are going to be where you can find us. So when you do listen to this on your, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow morning or wherever it is that you listen to it, just bear that in mind. So um, we will be starting that from this Sunday. Um, you know, it's just going to give us, a, you know, a much better chance just to do recaps of the fights, you know, rather than waiting all week and ev- everyone's already done the, the the reaction and we're just sort of like left yeah. with the leftovers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, from this Sunday. We're going to be um, maybe even recorded from a studio. Who knows? 
we'll, we'll decide, right? We'll decide. But anyway, guys, look, um, there's lots to catch up on. There's lots to catch up on. I, w- I want to start with the UK fights from the weekend, actually. Um, uh, Chris Andre, big up you, man. Yes, yes. Chris Andre uh, actually did a really good um, video on the yeah on the the fights at the weekend, and um, so check out his YouTube channel. Actually, he did a really good breakdown of the yard fight. Um, so yeah, big up you, Chris. Guys, let's talk. Um, I want to start off with the yard. Actually, we can do a, a you know a brief little segment on it. Um, obviously, rematch now. Um, Announced with Lyndon Arthur, which is going to be in five weeks, I believe. They're going to be doing it in Birmingham. Um, you know, obviously, Lyndon's got that home, uh, you know, that home advantage now um, in, his, in his corner. Um, but, uh, yeah, just just general thoughts on, you know, Yard's matchup and, you know, the calibre of opponent that, that he faced. Um, name, any, any, any thoughts on that? I watched, like, uh, I didn't watch it live, but I watched, you know, clips and the highlights of it after and the guy didn't look the guy they fought i forgot his name now um i think it was Theran or something alex Theran. Theran, yeah yeah it, he wasn't of a great caliber if you just watch the fight you look at yard and you think okay yard looks all right but this isn't the type of fight where you're going into a guy that beat you you know Lyndon arthur beat him and you're going back into that fight and this fight doesn't look good for him because it was just it was just one round the guy didn't look like he wanted to be there and these are and i remember we were having a talk about um uh, it's building experience because Yard doesn't have that much experience. That's why he's fighting these type of guys. But these type of fights, people look at them. It doesn't build you as a fighter. Also for audiences, you look at it and you go, why was I here? Is that it? Like, is that it to the performance? So it wasn't really great for Yard. But he's moved, we move on. He moves on to the um, rematch. And I hope to see what he pr- proves because he didn't prove anything to me in this uh, this weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. Um... There's not much to say about the actual fight. We, we, we're not going to learn anything about Anthony. And I think even Anthony, you know, obviously we've had him on the pod. I, I don't think he'd be, he would say, you know, anything different himself. I don't think he's really proven anything other than anything that we already know about him from this fight. But um, Sam's just looking forward to this Linden rematch. Um, would you have liked to seen him face someone with a bit more... Um, you know, I, I want to say credibility. I don't want to shit on, you know, this geezer. I, I haven't heard of him, um, but he's, you know, he was like a Latin champion. I think he was. I, I'm not too sure what that means. But, um, you know, would you have liked to seen him with someone a bit a bit more reputable and obviously someone who was going to give him a bit more rounds? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, he would say himself. He probably wants to go out there and get a, get a couple of rounds on his belt just so he can shake off some cobwebs. It's been it's been quite a while since his last fought, isn't it? Leaning off of last last year, wasn't it? So um just getting just shaking off some ring rust and getting sort of like sharpening his tools, knowing that he's got this big this big rematch in five weeks as you said. Definitely would have liked to see him get some rounds in, see what he's learned, what he's picked up so far with his new trainer, um and how we, how he basically plans to then go forward and beat in the North we didn't get to see none of that and, and i'm sure he's probably had harder work in the gym so it was a bit much of nothing but yeah for the um, rematch i'm sure he's geared up he looks like he's like he's locked in the load isn't it really truly even though we didn't get to see any of that on the day i do feel like he's really been honed in and just been he's like his sole mission is to take it off in emphatic style so we'll get to see it in a couple of weeks time yeah i mean look 
there's there's something that I can never doubt Anthony with Anassi's mentality and just his like his drive to you know be the best. Um, his his mentality is second to none, and he seems to be in the, in great mental shape. Um, Dapo, is there it, just just looking forward to this Linden fight now? Um, is there anything that you have seen in this in like you know the um the interviews with Yard? you know, uh, any of the media coverage that makes you think that he is approaching this fight any differently to the way that he approached the first one? Um, I think now that he's lost, it makes a massive difference. Obviously, before going to the first fight, this is a fighter that he hadn't, you know, um, fought before, he hasn't lost to. And also, he was the favourite going to the fight as well. Mm-hmm. So I think a fighter going into a fight with a chip on their shoulder makes a massive difference. I've also been watching his interviews, as well as um, Tunde's interviews. And I just feel a new sense of focusness from that camp. Although I would have loved to see him go around with um, a fighter prior to this Linden rematch, because um, I don't feel like he's had enough time in the ring straight after that loss to kind of, you know, get get his wits back together and and just be hyper-focused for the rematch. But the mentality for me is there. Um, He's... He's not. He's, he's tired of kind of reliving what happened through that fight and explaining to interviewers if he thought he won or not. He's he's past that now, and I think the whole camp now is just focused on getting the job done. And I genuinely think he's going to stop Lyndon this time around, um, just because of just because of just the the mental side of things and how I see the, the the loss. I feel like he feels like this is some, this is a fight I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have lost to. So um, yeah. We're gonna see what he's really made out of when this fight comes, and I'm really excited because he's ticking all the boxes and what he's saying. But unfortunately for me, he hasn't shown me that in the ring, um, only because of because of the, the level of opponent he faced. Nothing to do with him. You can only fight who you put in front of him. But um, yeah, uh, the, the mental side of it, what he's saying, uh, it's ticked for me personally. But. We'll see when come come fight night. Um, Lyndon looks focused as well. You know, um, I'm glad he's taking the rematch. I was kind of worried that he was he might have been doing a bit of, mm. you know. But um, yeah, man, yeah, he was swerving it for that. Yeah, I think there's only so long that you can swerve it for, and I think maybe the plan for Lyndon was to you know go off and you know, make a, you know, have a few paydays before you come back to the rematch for some, you know, for one reason or another that hasn't quite happened. You know, we can talk a little bit about, you know, Frank Warren's print, but we don't want to get sued. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's maybe a few things there that, you know, maybe he could have taken advantage of and it hasn't quite come to fruition. Um, So I guess the next best thing now is he thought, well, you know, I haven't got what maybe, if you're looking at Lynn Arthur based off of that victory, he should have gone on and done something a little bit more, don't you think? Like, you know, I don't know if he would have been primed for a world title shot, but you know, a um, you know, a a a bigger fight at least, you know, a, a money maker. Um, but he, he hasn't; they haven't quite managed to to get him that. So I'm not too sure why that is. Has think, Lyndon had any injuries? Or I don't, no, I, I think don't. I think it was tied up in it. I think I don't think he's allowed to. From what I understand. Right. It sounded like there was a rematch clause, so effectively that's what's taking place. Right, oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize there was a rematch clause. Yeah, yeah. I... I saw an interview with um Yard, and effectively mm. he said, Thank God, there was a rematch clause because okay, he would have swerved it otherwise. And right, rematch clause is why they have to take the fight. 
Um, he said that. Um, Linda's been talking like he it was his choice to fight him again or not. Mm. So, Where? I don't yeah, think that, that's that's what I was getting from it as well. Yeah, but, yeah, especially from what Yard said about his trainer. Um, he said he came right and basically said, "Well, we've beaten you now, so we're gonna go off and do our thing." Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we can in yeah. The Maybe they didn't know there was a rematch clause yeah. in the in the uh, in the contract. I mean, you would imagine that's something that you would have uh, like checked over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I can't mate, imagine that's we, the case. We've just seen the whole Wilder um, Fury situation. So who knows? <laughs> true, true. Who knows what's going on in boxing anymore? Um, just last last bit on this. Um, I want to get some early predictions actually for uh, for this fight. Obviously, feel we can revise them as time goes on. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being wrong, and you I'm don't have to be wrong it. and strong either. But um, you're not revising it. Go on, Sam. What we what we saying? Six rounds KO, straight KO. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. 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 Oh, so I think I think Lyndon knows it, that he saw um, enough in the tenth or was it eleventh? Yeah, the eleventh and twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. To know that this is gonna be a long night for him. Yeah, he's got a fantastic jab and everyone raves on about his jab, but mate, at the end of the day, we didn't see a yard that we would, we would normally see it, and an aggressive yard clip stops him as um. Travis on undefeated podcast said to him, "You're getting stopped," and I think he knows it. And I feel like even the way he reacted to it, you can tell he's he's rattled because he knows that yeah, this this guy's peak. If he steps on, if he steps on, if he steps on it and tries to like push the point, probably getting stopped. So mm, mm, yeah, big up Travis from undefeated pod. Um, I love their pod. Uh, we're not trying to step on your toes on a Monday night, guys. With you know <laughs> Sunday nights only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Naeem, what about yourself? I probably think yard decision. I think uh, Lyndon is tough. So you think it's going distance, yeah? Yeah, I think okay. he'll get hurt early on, but then he'll make it to the bell. But I think Yard will feel, focus up and he'll make the improvements that he has to make. Question I mean, then, he, he's a better natural talent than uh, Linden is. Qu- question then, do you think the fact that it is in Birmingham um, would, you know, pay any, um, would have any, you know, any impact on the cards if it were to go to a decision? I think Yard's the more marketable fighter and he's the star. So it doesn't matter because it's a Frank Warren show. Mm-hmm. Frank, if, if anyone's going to get robbed, it will be um, Lyndon. Because Yard's the more marketable guy. That's the mm-hmm. guy that you can get more money out of. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dapo, what about yourself? You already said you, you think yeah, Lyndon stops him late. Oh, you uh, think Lyndon oh. stops him late? Okay. I thought oh, you said sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yard. Yeah, I was about to say, right? You did tell you tell me. Please, please. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking, Dapo's a snake, you know, now, Jake. I'm telling to a listener now. When you guys talking, <laughs> you know, the, the pod is so good. The pod is so good. I'm telling to a listener myself when you're talking, bro. <laughs> no, but uh, my bad. Yeah, I think um, Arthur stops him late. Um, I'm saying Arthur, I think. Yeah, bro, is this what you actually really feel? It's all right if you do, you know. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I, think all right. Yard, I think Yard stops him late, all right? I think Yard stops him late. Around, around 10, 11. Mm. Okay, late stoppage. Interesting. So there's a, a, a wide variety of uh, opinions there. Um, I, I actually agree with Dapo. I think it's it'll be late-ish. Yeah. Um, I think I think it will be something that, you know, I think Lyndon's quite tough and he's, you know, I think he'll probably be quite durable for the, you know, for the first. Um, I think Anthony will come out of the blocks really fast. That's why I um, think yeah. yeah, it could be. It could be. But I think what will happen is maybe it'll be more of a, you know, um, a slow death kind of thing. But Lyndon will definitely win rounds. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think so, you know. Mm. Really. Because when you look at that fight, yeah, he uses jab to control him. But Anthony kind of went in there to box with him a bit where he mm. tried to, 
where you can see he was holding himself back. I think all the noise from outside may potentially got to his head in terms of how he should approach that fight. So he 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 was being reserved. He was trying to box. He was thinking about the distance and so forth. And the way he's been talking with this, I'm going to go in there and tear a man's head off attitude. Yeah. I don't see someone taking that kind of sustained pressure that we saw in round 12 from the jump for the six rounds. Mm. As durable as you are and as good as you are as your jab, if someone's coming at you and you haven't and you're not even getting your right hand off, mate, it's curse. And I don't mm. believe for a second he had any issues with his um physical with his physical right hand. I think he just didn't want to throw the right hand because he wanted to get counted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we, we're never going to know the truth about that, right? Like, uh, this, this, it's up in the air a bit. But listen, that's going to be a great fight, man. And we only have to wait five weeks for it as well. So, um, well, so you can get him on before. Yeah, I'll try and see. I'll try yeah. and see if we can get him on. Um, the other, you know, there were a couple interesting other fights on that card. Obviously, we saw, um, <clears throat> uh, was it, Sa- was, was it Sam Maxwell um, against Akeem Menace Brown? Yeah. Um, that was obviously had a lot of hype before the um the card, you know, a lot of animosity between those two. Um, and having seen, you know, I watched the fight live. Um, I watched ringside. it ringside actually, yeah, lucky. Ringside. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was only it was only at the Birmingham Arena, man. I trust me, everyone was ringside at that place, so, um, yeah, it wasn't uh, you know, it wasn't anything too crazy, but yeah, um, I couldn't, I couldn't believe the scorecards. Could have, you know, just watched it ringside. It just looked like an, you know, quite a easy victory for um, Akeem Menace Brown. Like, obviously, like in terms of style, it wasn't a nice fight to watch. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It wasn't. And you know, I was trying to explain. Like, I was there with my missus. I was trying to explain t- to her. Like, she was like, "Oh, why? Like, why? You know, like, why are none of the punches, you know, having a real impact on on them?" And it's, you know. Neither of them seem to really carry any power. Uh, any power, sorry. And Akeem Menish Brown's got, you know, a bit of a, a scrappy way of fighting. I, I don't, don't want to be too mean on him, but you know, it's not it's not too aesthetically pleasing, mm. is what I'm trying to say. But for me, I felt like Akeem was doing all of the pressure work. Um, he was landing the best the best shots. Um, obviously, I couldn't really see like the damage that was happening too tough, but it looked like Sam Maxwell had, you know. Um, to quite a lot of damage in in the fight as well. So yeah, for me, I, I just couldn't understand the scorecards. I I even looked at the in play betting odds just before the round twelve finished, and the bookies had Akeem Ennis Brown way ahead as well. You know, so when that happens, you know it's a you know a, going yeah. against the run of play. You know, from time the bookies odds are that way out, that far out. Sorry. Um. So yeah, I mean, uh, name. I'm I'm guessing you watched the fight. I watched it again highlights because I wasn't um, I was busy during that time. But yeah, oh, I watched sorry, highlights. Sorry, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Saturday night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So what, what did you what did you think of the um the decision then? Like I thought Akimenis Brown won, but I wasn't surprised that Maxwell got the decision because I think Maxwell's that type of guy again from Frank Warren Stable. He's that marketable guy because I think he had that fight. I think it was like two fights ago or something where. I think you guys will see clips where he got dominated, the guy was showboating, and then he stopped him in like the last mm. round. So I think based off of that, Maxwell was riding that hype and, you know, all that, you know, he's that marketability. I think that's what got him the fight. A lot of times now in boxing, we'll come in a crap. That's the crap thing about boxing, crap reality is the more marketable fighter has more chance for winning. That's what people said about, you know, Canelo, Golovkin, the fights, you know, Canelo already went in there with like seven rounds to his name. Same thing here is like 
the more marketable guy will come in with more rounds to their name regardless if they win it or not but as the fight was wasn't great to watch but akeem won and these two i think if you look at them they're not going to do that great at the top levels of 140 that's no disrespect to them it's just the top levels of 140 is clear like you know josh taylor regis Rojas, um ramirez but they can do decent decently against the top guys but again it's these are those types of decisions if you show someone a casual uh, um who do you think won they'll say akeem and s brown they'll be shocked that sam maxwell got the decision so yeah mm. really great for boxing yeah I, it is interesting there that you mentioned the quality level i mean i i did think the quality was like i don't even think they could even challenge like an, an od um i think you know they're way i think they're way below top level yeah. domestic as well i don't i don't it think ohara davis is a good level yeah yeah he, no he is he is he yeah. is but he obviously he's not him. jt and yeah yeah that's that's something when they get to yeah. the top level then mm. yeah they won't come up well but they still british level they're good and this was a good british mm. level for going into it but yeah mm. the scorecard wasn't great to see no no we keep seeing this time and time again is one of them ones we keep talking about it but more action has to be done than talking about it at this point yeah, um, Dapo, did you see the the fight as well? Yeah, I watched the highlights. I didn't catch it live. Didn't you didn't catch it live. live. Is it is it any is it a rematch that you would be interested in seeing? <laughs> like you guys have both said, aesthetically, it's not a fight that I was engrossed in, and I wasn't like entertained in terms of what I'm watching and you know the technicality of things. Um, it was quite a scrappy fight, quite a rough fight, but um. I would want to see a rematch only because I guess Ennis Brown probably feels like he's been robbed. And I hope he feels that way. And I, I'm always interested to see how fighters approach rematches when they feel like they should have won a fight. So on that reason alone, I will definitely want to see a rematch, but not for anything else because I didn't really enjoy the fight, to be honest with you. Mm. What about you, Sams? I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't personally care to watch the rematch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard watch, man. That... Yeah. The only, the, the, literally, the only thing about that was that was like memorable about the fight was the robbery, mm-hmm. because literally was in my opinion. I know you got a bad cut on Max, um, um, Ennis Brown in it, and I was like, did they give it to him because of that? I just didn't understand that he, because he was his style was very, I can't call it Olympic style, but it was like tag boxing if you can say, where it's just pop. He was just pot shotting and moving and pushing and moving, but he won't do anything. To damage his fight, to damage your Maxwell, but Maxwell wasn't doing nothing at all. So mm. much of a what the hell am I watching? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was much really about nothing. Much about that to you, but it was like okay, cool. At least he wins this fight. And Maxwell uh, and this Brown, sorry, he has had no backing in his whole career. Like so, effectively, he's he's the guy who's done it the hard way. He's kind of come mm. up through the ranking and so forth. So it's like you know what? Well done. At least you're progressing. You've kind of got your name on the map a bit more. Then they robbed him. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Like, did they just did they rob you because they did like a style? Like, it was bad. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the the best performance on the night. I don't know if you guys saw this fight, but it was uh from Anthony uh, Kakachi. I don't know if you saw him. He fought Leon Woodstock. Um, no, you didn't catch it. Uh, it. It might have been on after the coverage had finished. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, uh, that that he that was probably one of the best performances of the night. Actually, he you know popped leon woodstock's face off, really he was he was brilliant um really really good fighter i think he's irish actually um it'd be interesting to see what he can do um going oh, forward i think he's um 
I think it was like Welter, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know what 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 weight it was. I think it was Welter. Uh, but yeah, he was he was really good. Um, any other fights from that card that you wanna you wanna talk about? Nah. nah. No. No. It was. It was a, it was a great card. This, you went to the event, right? Mm. So, what was the main event? Because Going into that, I, <laughs> I don't Ennis know. Brown, I thought Ennis Brown was the you know, same, but the they same were game. fighting at like seven thirty. Yeah, was it was weird. Like, it was weird. They had like, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. They had Akeem Ennis Brown at like seven thirty or something, and then Yard fought at about eight thirty. Was it about nine thirty? Was it? Yeah, it was yeah. What it was it nine thirty? Right, yeah. Maybe Akeem Ennis Brown was about 8.30 then, Yarbrough 9.30. And then they had um, a couple more fights. They, I think the main guy who was fighting, who the whole crowd there was for, was a guy called Nathan Healy. He was a, a, a fighter from Stoke who put on quite a good performance as well. But the whole crowd was literally there for him. So um, I think maybe they put him on late because they knew, you know, um, yeah. they were going to attract them. And once, once, you know, all the Stoke fans left... There would be no one in the arena to watch the the rest of the fights, which there wasn't for this Anthony Kakachi fight and Leon Woodstock. I think that was supposed to be the headliner, right? I guess um, because that was the last fight, uh, and it was on. You know, it was on headlined. It was on. You know, on the promo card and all of that. It wasn't just a filler or anything like that. So yeah, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't tell you, man. There were sipping on some juice, fam. Yeah, I, I mean, the only the only really. You know, reputable fighter on the on the card was obviously, you know, Anthony, and and he wasn't. He was like f- second from last fight, so third from last fight. So I'm not too sure, man. Really guys, been catching some buzz from. He was on the um, Bogdan Dinu Dubois card. Yeah, he is decent. He yeah. is decent, and he seems like a um a bit of like a Josh Warrington kind of kind of thing. Fire, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where he's got like the he's whole backing of a town. Yeah, 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 honestly, there were so many Stoke fans. Yeah. You know, it, they created a really good atmosphere. Bit, yeah. you know, a bit intense and a bit, you know, I can't lie, I was a bit intimidated, right? I was a bit, you know, <laughs> hold me up kind of thing. You know, that's it. That's how you guard up, especially with these football hooligans. You know, not listen. Mm. Not nothing. Well, actually, I do have a lot against Stoke fans, but I'll get onto it in another <laughs> podcast. But you know, they don't seem like the nicest bunch. But um, yeah, I mean, they created a good atmosphere. You know, I think um, without them, the event would have been f- empty. I love essentially. it. No crowd. Yeah, basically another COVID fight. So, um, but yeah, uh, let's move on then. More UK boxing um, this weekend. Uh, we've got a few. Actually, no, we haven't talked about D- uh, Daniel Dubois. Daniel, Daniel, Dubois, Daniel Dubois. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Um. Did you guys catch that fight? The one this week, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did catch that fight. Daniel Dubois was in the ring of a pizzeria man and knocked him out <laughs> in twenty seconds. Oh, brilliant! So, wait, was it a quicker knockout than the one Yard did, or was it slightly longer? Probably around the same time. Really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> It's, it it, it, it hard, is frustrating. Hard. The guy fought back. He tried, didn't it? He tried right. to fight back. Yeah, fair enough. It is frustrating because when these guys, like uh, you know, another another part of the reason I want to see, like you know, uh, and see with you know someone maybe a little bit with a bit more pedigree was the fact that um, you know he obviously has had this coaching change, and you're eager to see the the implementations that a fighter has made, and obviously we know Daniel Dubois is also. Had a, a a recent coaching change uh, with um, uh, Shane McGuigan, 
Um, so it, I, I wanted to see what they had been working on, you know. Um, yeah. to, 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 I didn't even bother watching it. After I found out that it was, you know, over in like a round, I didn't even bother, you know, watching it. So it's, um, it's confusing. I don't understand how Daniel Dubois is supposed to be, like how they're trying to build him. Because from what I can see, I feel like he's going to go down the trajectory, which is what he already went through. Fight a bunch of guys, knock them all out, fight a good fight out, and then get stopped. But mm. you're missing those that he's doing in the US now. They're trying to tap the American market, isn't it? So yeah, sort of- I get tapping the market and being marketable and stuff like that. But you have to also look at the progression from a fighter's standpoint of actually getting better. Well, maybe it's it just a confidence thing. Maybe it's yeah, a confidence thing. First fight in America, and they want to kind of go there and show a British heavyweight. That's, that's stopping people. So yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're probably starting clean slate in America, aren't you? Like they're not going to know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind this fight, but as long as he gets like two more fights by the end of the year, go ahead. Like, if it's a stay busy fight and just gets your um US debut out there, good. But yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> act like it was a good win. You know, in that sense, is is there a particular level of opponent you would like to see him fight? You know, um, a particular or maybe even a particular fighter you would like to see uh Dubois fight next? Maybe as like a good like yardstick to see where he actually is. I do want to see him fight that Trevor Bryan guy. Yeah. Mm. Time to drop twenty. The, yeah. That that level would test. You have to remember, he fought Joe Joyce. So, really and you're saying by fighting Joe Joyce, who is basically a mandatory for um, agents and co, that you are right there at the top of the field. So, yeah, you're right. Top ten to top twenty makes sense. Like you need to be fighting in the months that mix it. If you are claiming that you're, you know, one of the guys that can really challenge these people. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't I even think he's even in that space right now because they asked at the end of the fight, like, who's going to fight next and stuff. And he was just on a... He's saying all the right things, but it's not like... I can tell that Joyce's loss has taken a lot of confidence out of him because he wasn't really naming anyone or, or trying to talk about, you know, his aspirations. He was just like, oh, just bring them and I'll fight them. But it's like, in a way of just whatever in it, I'll fight. But, I can't lie. I understand what you're saying that, yeah. But from... Um, observation of how he is, I don't think he really quite narrates himself. He had, he had a bit of a pep, pep in his step back in the days, man. Like, he I was calling people out. He called George Osa out after a fight. Oh, yeah, okay. He fair people out. But like, now it's just like, but it's, not, it's natural, right? You lose a fight, you don't really know where you belong in a division. It is what it is. He, yeah. he didn't just lose. Like, people yeah. accused him of quitting. Like, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a lot to take. It, I, I think there could be a, a, like a concoction of things here going. Like, it, I think it was important that the bar gets his confidence back. Number one, um, you know, uh, it, it, we. I think maybe we underestimate. He was under a lot of like a, a lot of scrutiny in that fight. You know, a lot of people were saying, you know, this is a big step up for him. Joe Joyce is very well seasoned. Obviously, been around the game for a long time in an amateur he's game, and he's twenty three. Joe Joyce is like what, good ten years older than him, twelve years older than him. Do you know what I mean? So. You know, there, there's um, there was a lot on the Daniel Dubois' shoulders for that fight, and then obviously with the fallout from the fight, where you know he was getting criticised for quitting, and you know there was this, there was a massive thing about. I think you know we went into it. You know, we we showed like the media reaction in comparison to Billy Joe, and you know, um, in comparison to Daniel Dubois, and it just wasn't the same, right? We, I don't think anyone could could argue about that. So he's been through a lot. So maybe his confidence just taken a bit of a knock. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe going back to the drawing board and building your confidence up first, and and you know, 
going through the technicalities of things and and um you know working on things on a more uh uh individual level might 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 be a good strategy for him so we'll, we'll see anyway these things we'll tell in we'll tell with time right so it, it's, it's gonna come good like he's under shane he's sparring with a macaulay and co so that as well yeah that's if you've got a coding that you're sparring with on a daily basis as well, you're gonna you're gonna come good. Yeah, and and Shane McGuigan was like, he's never. I I know he's probably gonna say stuff like this, right? It's all part of the confidence thing I was just talking about. But he was saying, um, he's never seen anything in sparring like it, where they're literally lining people up for him to knock out in sparring. You know? yeah, that's true. Um, that's actually true. I can, I can imagine. It. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, has um, that's a coach, so he's got fighters that go down there as well. So like, I know that. That guy's not playing the Batman. I heard yeah. he's like from what I've heard, he's when he comes to like boxing and he's training, he's ruthless. Mm, mm. Like, he's I can imagine, man. He don't sparring. He, he don't he don't leave the gym either. It's like he don't have a personal life outside of um boxing. He he just, phone. No, I'm being serious, he hasn't got a smartphone. I'm still rolling around the Nokia 3210. You I'm know. being dead serious, he's not a lad. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, you've just started a mad rumor there that Daddy Dubada have a phone room. Like that's That's a mad rumor, you know. Imagine, imagine it's, someone making up a rumor that you don't have a mobile phone. That's I'm not seeing Snapchat. That's probably a good thing, to be fair. Uh let's move on to the weekend then because we've got um, you know, a couple big fights. Uh, Connor Ben back in action against Adrian Granados. Crashing um, it in the gym. Crashing it in the gym. Crashing it in the gym. Uh, I first last <laughs> leave, leave the impressions to Travis, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, get an, we'll get an impression that you're actually good at and we'll do something really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, but keep, keep doing them. Keep doing them so we can actually find out the one that... She had a white know. man comes back. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give you confidence. Right? I'm just trying to give you confidence. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, he's fighting Adrian Granados. Um, you know, Eddie Hearn is building this fight up as like a yeah. Well, you know, it's a it's a massive step up. Um, you know, just get it. Is it quite that? You know, similar level, man, to Vargas. Is he is is it a similar level? Would you, or could it be, could there be an argument that Vargas is actually better than Granados? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Like, you know who what? Was, yeah, who was Granados's last victory against? Of of note, I mean, I, I don't even think I could. No one. no one, right? I mean, he's he's well, he's most well known for the defeats against Sean Porter, uh, Danny Garcia, and um, Spence. Adrian Broner. Did Spence beat him as well? Yeah, Spence stopped him as well. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know Spence stopped him. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't think Spence stopped him. You know? Do you not? No. Yeah, you you fucked up. You no. fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, Robert <laughs> Robert Easter Jr. beat him. Yeah, but no, just no feed, isn't it? Like you feed him to the top guys and make quick yeah, work. yeah. Well, he's only been stopped by um Danny Danny Garcia. So oh know, yeah, Danny Garcia spun him in it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but but everyone else went distance with him. Um, so you know. Potentially, and he got split decision. If you remember, he actually got a um, split decision defeat against Broner. Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> like four or five years ago. Four or five years ago. So, you know, potentially 
he, this guy could be durable. But I'm always wary about, you know, these guys who, you know, coming for a payday and, you know, I'm sure he's going to get paid I'm handsomely for this fight. And I just, I just wary about them, you know, a, a bit like Samuel Vargas, really. How, 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 how long are they going to last in the ring when the tough gets going? Um, but yeah, a, a name for you. How big a step up is this fight for Conor Ben? If it, you know, what, what, what are you looking for 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 Ben in this fight? It's not really a step up. It's that thing because he doesn't have that much experience, uh, amateur experience. Like he, he only had like what well, I think it was like twenty fights or something. So for him. It's just building up his profile, that pay-per-view star status. They're trying to get him to build up the highlight reel. And because now it's, well, to be fair, the COVID situation worked out for him because now he's in a stadium. Uh, I, think it's, I, don't, I think it's the lead stadium they're fighting at. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, bigger crowd. You Headingly, get that Headingly rugby, rugby Stadium. Oh, so Rugby Stadium, yeah. So mm-hmm. that big crowd, You're gonna if he gets a knockout, a lot of people take more notice of him and, you know, Eddie's trying to get him to that point where he can headline pay-per-views on his own. But again, this is all just experience. And now hopefully we get to see him go a few more rounds than one round. And we get to see him break down Granada slowly and like torch him. Like that's a bit mad. Dark. But like torture him. You like boxing a bit too much now, you man. <laughs> Did you see his eyes went wide? I told you him. Told you him. Break him down. You know what I like about what they're doing with Ben is that they're following the the commercial route rather than the the actual like boxing accomplishment route. Because let's be honest, man, Ben is limited. I'm still gonna, I'm still dying on my sword here and saying he's limited. And you've really not st- been impressed by his improvements. Yeah, well, I have been. Yeah, but sounds for he was absolute dog shit before. So he yeah. was <laughs> <a massive laughs> but in saying that, you can look good against the right opponents, and you can keep doing that, you know, to the point where you're forced to now go and fight somebody that's going to take your head off. Like, I already heard that they've 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 absolutely hammered Amir Khan's door, yeah, and that guy just keep putting all the bolts up and saying, "Fuck off, I don't want nothing." <laughs> now he said, "All right, cool, no worries." He's gonna fight Kelbrook yeah. in it. Adrian Rona. <laughs> Come on over here. <laughs> like, mm. it makes so much sense. You're going to keep finding these big names or names mm. that look good, but yeah. you know they're far safer than all the top yeah. of this. And any of those It'll guys... make him more money as well. Yeah, it, it would. Adrian Brown is probably a bigger draw than he would... A bigger check than he'll get. Than he's not going to fight with Anissi and them, man. That's what I'm saying. Anissi. He's, 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 or Ortiz. I'll rather take Brown as well. Someone, that, someone that's drinking and doing flipping rap career. Mm-hmm. Give me him all day long. Don't give me no flipping Ennis boots that's out here doing the madness or give me Ortiz that's stopping guys. Like, no, thank you. Absolutely get them the hell away from me. Like, I'm going to say their names so it looks like I'm about it. But Adrian Broner, you come here, please. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. On the cool fight, yeah. Because even though Kelly's not great, he's still at a level where I think he's better than uh, Ben. And now, and now if they fought, I still think Kelly would beat him. And that's the interesting. Interesting, but there there doesn't seem to be, you know, everyone seemed to kind of like Conor Ben has kind of skipped. He went for, like I think Sams is right, yeah, because there was a there was a, a a part of Conor Ben's career that looked like he was just right, maybe find a new occupation, lad, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe this boxing thing isn't quite for you. But then he just you know skipped a few steps, and now all of a sudden he's like world level. Yeah. And it does well, feel like he is no like 
with yeah. no actual credentials. Yeah, so, yeah, and it does feel like they're pushing them in that direction. So maybe no, they do it, need to put the reins on it a bit. Um, I call it the matching belt. It's the matching belt. Matching belt. It's what they did with um with what it's what they did with Dylan, um, Dylan White when they started talking about all these mandatories. He said, "Fuck that! I want to go and fight." Um, who is it? Went to go and fight. Oh, I forgot the guy's name, man. Marius Beck. Marius, no, not um. Who was the guy that was a fact that wasn't a mandatory? That um, Lucas Brown. Yeah, Lucas Brown. Lucas Brown was him. He went he basically went pitch, he went to fight Rebus. Okay, but then actually Rebus got nominated as a um, mandatory. But they start he picked his own route that builds his name up really well commercially. But in terms of governing bodies, you're literally going against what they're saying. See what I'm saying? Mm. So, fair enough. Like it makes you money. You get pay per view. Like the British public love you and so forth, so forth. You mm. get all the athletes in that regards. But as actual bots and furious, you realize. Hold this up, hold up a second. Why are you not finding this guy, this guy, this guy that actually is a real test that we would like? He's definitely skipping roots. Mm. Yeah, What's um so I, I'm assuming we're all thinking Connor Ben's gonna although I think it's probably gonna be quite I don't know if it's I don't actually don't know. I was gonna say I feel like it's gonna be a tough fight, but I just I just don't know how these guys are gonna travel over. I, I have no idea what kind of shape or mentality Granados is in, so I, I'm not even gonna make a Granados. Um probably rusty as hell, no? Probably. Uh let's see. He last fought in May. May. Oh, oh, okay. So three months. Yeah, oh. three months ago. Okay. Got the majority draw. Um against who? Jose Luis Sanchez. Nobody. No idea, mate. No idea. Um <laughs> Yeah, but like we said, we couldn't. I don't think we could even. And none of us could name anyone that Granados has, has beaten, right? So, um, uh, if in in the in the you know extreme likely uh, event that Conor Ben does win, um, you know you've mentioned some names there, name about uh, Josh Taylor. But what do we think is the, the most likely fight to happen next for for Conor Ben? Is it an Amir Khan? Is it you know that's the fight um, Eddie wants to make, right? Yeah, all day long. Yeah. It makes sense financially for everyone. I think, I gets... I think Eddie. Uh, sorry, I'm dropping in. Go. No, no, no. I think he gets Broner. I'm just saying that. I think he gets Broner. You get think him. he gets Broner? Yeah. I thought I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. I'm watching it. I'm I'm hundred percent watching it just purely for even the build up. I'm, I'm tuned all the mm. way. In. I feel mm. that. Yeah, Broner probably throw no punches, but I'll still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no punches for nine rounds, yeah. and then and then box Connor Ben's face off. That last Bruno fight that I watched. You know, the funny <laughs> thing is, if Bruno even like steps up a little bit, I think he actually he could actually cause um, Ben mm. problems. Mm. He's like he's still. If you look at their peaks, one is still very, very much far removed from the other. Mm. Yeah. In terms of what they've accomplished in the game, yeah, mm. yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Um, obviously, an- another um. Well, we were talking about rematches earlier. Uh, we got uh, the first of the rematches this this week. We've got um, Josh Warrington against Mauricio Lara. Just, I just had a look at the boxing uh, at the betting odds, um, as I like to do ahead of these fights. Very interested to see Warrington is the favorite, especially because. after the yeah, Warrington's the favorite. Hey, um, it's close. It's close, but I was very surprised to see, especially after how the first fight went, because it's not like. Um, it's not like obviously we've got these rematches coming up now. We've obviously got Deontay against Tyson Fury. We've got Anthony Yard against Lyndon Arthur. All of them things have one thing in common, right? We know the other person 
can can bang and we know that the other person can you know the the the, the fighter who who is you know trying to avenge they they can stop the other fighter right yeah. warrington doesn't have that in his arsenal to beat lara so i'm wondering how it could go any different at least with deontay wilder we could be like hey look he might win he could knock tyson fury out that's not beyond the realms of possibilities and yard we've all said uh, except for name we've all said that we expect yancyard to um stop Lyndon Arthur but we can't sit we're not going to sit here and say we expect Warrington to stop Lara so what is he going to do any any differently in this fight that he didn't that he couldn't do in the last one to make this result any any different I'll box him I think Lara wins I think Lara wins the only thing I would say right we spoke about it earlier with the fans Josh Warrington is 80% crowd Honestly, the, we we it, we in with touchline frags football, we have this saying like eighty percent pep or something like that for for a Man City player, like eighty percent like attacks basically. Warrington is that guy. I feel like he's the type of fighter that will go up levels just with like the crowd behind him. That crowd is gonna be on Lara's ass because if you remember, the first fight was obviously a COVID fight. There was no crowd, and yeah. it was. I think it's that's the first time obviously Warrington. I think it's probably the first time in Warrington's career that he's not had a crowd. Warrington has always had a crowd. Man was doing like selling out Ellen Road and and or like 15,000 tickets for, you know, after like 10 fights or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, this guy has always fought in front of a home crowd. And the first time he didn't, he looked way out of his depth. So yeah. I'm wondering if the crowd will have that kind of impact. And that's a real passion merchant thing to say. But it's boxing, man. I don't know how these... What, what, what is that passion going to add to his arsenal? That's what I'm trying to work. I'm trying to understand. You know, like in Dragon Ball Z, yeah? Where God goes, ask for everyone's energy. And he cheats. <laughs> is that what's going to happen? Like, what's he going to get from that? To win this fight? But maybe, maybe, maybe it, if it gives him 10% and brings Lara down 10%, maybe it swings to... English, is that what they're saying? Leeds fans aren't going to intimidate him. He's Mexican. He's been through it. Yeah, my man's out here with the, with, with the gringos and all them people. Cabrones and them now, fans. Nah, my man cares about a little... Look at what, mate. You don't care about that. Mm. <laughs> a couple I... speak Carolinas and all them things. They ain't being bothered at all. Yeah, I do. Also, passion makes you become that a visitor. Imagine your wife watching you scrap five geezers. You could take them easy just because of the passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about I don't that, know, man. man. I can't lie. Lewis is saying I might have to re break my betting ban again. <laughs> I, I like the odds on Lara. I really do. I think, um, I think, uh, I think there's some really great value in the betting market this week. I, I do think. Yeah, I'm gonna come again. I haven't seen Granada's fight, so I don't know. But I don't think he should be this heavier underdog against Conor Ben. You know, I don't feel like like the the odds. The bookie odds are basically saying like Conor Ben's got like a ninety something percent chance of winning. To me, that's that's absurd. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I like yeah, I don't think he wins that fight. Though. I do think he wins. I do think he wins. But I'm a value better. I'm a value better. I always go if you, if there's something that's I think has got seventy percent chance of happening, and the bookies have got it as. 60 percent i'll bet on it do you know what i mean that's how i bet um but yeah uh definitely having a bet on lara this week and i think that's 
a no-brainer, really and truly, yeah. because I just don't see how Warrington beats him unless the unless the crowd has this effect that you know we we can't really calculate. Then I just don't see anything technical. I don't see anything in his boxing. Is there something I missed? Did, did did anything come out about Warrington being like on like having some sort of hindrance to his performance that week? Because mm-hmm. in that fight, to me, just a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Lara, no, Lara, Lara caught Warrington and it's like he realised whoa this guy's strong this guy's mm. got power and just coward because you have to remember he's a complete volume puncher that's all he does like he just throws yeah. overwhelms and then he takes something he didn't like and he just literally put put like his arsenal right back into the back in the safety like he just wasn't yeah. on it yeah so I don't really see what he's going to do because if you try and overwhelm him he's going to get banged out like mm. unfortunately yeah. It's gonna flown over a Mexican that you know carries a bazookas. Yeah, not not the greatest, uh, not the greatest uh, uh, match uh, matchmaking there from. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, there's Matchroom, right? Yeah, Matchroom. Yeah, Matchroom. Yeah, 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 Matchroom. I was second guess myself there. You know, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be accused of a Matchroom bunny. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So we're all in agreement. What? Uh, Lara wins. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. 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 How does he win though? His 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 team pulls him out. Yeah. I, 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 I don't I don't think they would pull him out. I think they pull him out. I think it would go distance. I think it goes distance. Oh, right. when, when 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 a fight has been knocked out and then goes back in. Yeah. Yeah. They're barely. It's even the, the same kind of damage. They're like, oh yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's just too far, mate. Potentially, potentially, but I just think he's going to be at home in front of. I don't know how many people can get into the. Um, oh God, can't even tap it. Uh, yeah, I don't know how many people can get into that arena, but it's going to be rocking. Um, Is there anything that he can do? That that does it? I haven't really seen. I know him. what you're trying to say. You're skeptical, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, skeptical, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to see that. Is this is there something that Warrington can do? Can he? Oh, okay. Can he possibly outbox him like is that is that i've never seen him boxing move and box off the back foot like do you get know what i'm saying that's not I'm him think. nope there's nothing he can do he outworks, that's how he is he's just yeah. outworks. and you ain't gonna outwork this lara guy no. i don't think all right cool let's um let's move on to other shit so um obviously uh right what we got caleb plant canelo actually announced Yep. So it, right. you see, we back right. in business. Sam, I'm going to ask you a question. Sams, I'm going to ask you a question. Yep. Why, why, why did they not want to negotiate with Eddie? I don't know, man. You know, it is. You got this young boy. Yeah, he's coming the game, talking a whole lot of shit, talking about yeah, if you want to make money, come to me and all that stuff. And I think all the old boys have colluded. They've colluded and said, yeah, we're going to try and run this guy out of town. Blackball him, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. so that's what's happened. That's literally what's happened. They've worked. They've you can see they've worked together. You've got guys that hate each other, like Aram and um, Aram and Heyman, basically colluding to, to fuck Eddie over. I saw a tweet the other day. Um, was it Tibbs that um uh that Eddie had Eddie heard and tweeted something? Can he come back? And said yeah. Um, my lung collapsed quicker than quicker than your um USA match room. Oh. <laughs> Eddie even replied laughing. I think he had the food looking for yeah. Fuck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is an interesting perspective though right because um 
obviously, well, uh, you know, I, I'm not too keen on this fight, but I guess it's just someone, you know, it's just another. It, it gets that point now. It's getting to that point now. You know where Mayweather Maver was going for that thing of like, oh yeah, oh it's this guy who who can beat him. Oh no, no, it's this guy who can beat him. It's, oh no, no, this guy's got the blueprint. It just yeah. feels like now we're going through that stage of Canelo now. Oh, yeah. it could be this person because of this. It could be that person because of this. It could be this person because of that. Oh, Kayla Plant is just another person that people are potentially saying could cause Canelo some issues. I, I, don't, know I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. He's not dying. I don't see it. But the other perspective to this, obviously, is like, you know, it, it, just listening to Eddie's comments on it and say that, you know, they refused, they outright refused. He, no, he, no, he said, Eddie said, if he was involved, this fight would not have been made. That is such a sorry state for boxing, man. Like, even if it's not a fight that we particularly are, are, you know, too keen to see or anything like that. But the fact that people just do not want to do business with another promoter because maybe they're worried about that promoter having a stranglehold over the business is it that's worrying times for for boxing, man. It's worrying times. You can say that, but another viewpoint might be uh, we don't trust we don't trust Eddie to not fuck it up. Like he fucked up the other massive fight that's happened this year. Mm. How could you fuck up Pelant Canelo? No, I can't. I just want to. Yeah, I don't know yeah, about that. That agenda ain't running. That agenda running. That agenda running. A couple of weeks that I had no. Nah, that agenda's not running. Nah, he's gonna be a salt and pepper in there. He didn't even believe it himself. He didn't even believe it himself. That was nasty. That was nasty. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh, but, but it's fuck it up. <laughs> it, how much of an impact then does this have for Eddie going forward? Because we know Canelo is one of his, um, you know, along with AJ. It's you can even tell with the way Eddie talks about Canelo. He's so proud to be involved with everything that Canelo is doing. It's a big thing for him. It's a big thing for the zone. It's a big thing for Matram. So the fact that you know. These fighters are essentially, well, these, you know, these guys are essentially blackballing him. What impact does that have on Eddie going forward and what he wants to do with the zone and Matram? What, what, what impact do you that's think that massive, has? That, that's a massive impact because I'm pretty sure in whatever plan or projections they had, Canelo versus Plan was part of that plan. And it not being part of that plan anymore would have made some sort of hole because, um, and he wants to he wants to be known as that guy that puts the best fights on, right? So he wants to say that I put on just on, which didn't happen obviously with AJ and, and Fury. Okay, cool. I, at least I got Canelo and Plant rate that could still happen. Now that's gone. That's PBC now, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it makes a, a it it's kind of taken away a bit of light from Eddie, in my opinion. Because even myself, I find myself watching less and less Eddie Hearn interviews than I used to watch before. Do you? Yeah, because I, he was the guy that we were all kind of leaning on to... to, to I feel like he's doing less. Yeah, I think he's like... He's not doing as much, for sure, because, um, Mm. you know, some of these things that are kind of falling through for him, isn't it? But Mm. I think as well, maybe this maybe had to take a bit of a step back. That wasn't even a dig, that was actually just... Okay, okay, okay. I think we had to step back a bit just purely because he's thinking maybe I need to change my approach a bit. Because Mm. you have to to remember, he went in so heavy for about five to six months on one sole aim every single week he was getting two to three interviews like and it all just fucked up it's take it's gonna take a hit on him regardless on his perception mm. perception so he might just wanna you know take take that catty stocks and rebuild it a bit like um you know just frame himself correctly so it doesn't look like a joke man 
Mm, 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 mm. Um, you know, well, we've already mentioned that we all see foresee Canelo coming through that fight with relative ease, right? Um, don't think there's much else. I mean, we'll cover it more closely when the fight comes around. But there was yeah. a weird stuff though that was going on with that though. That um, Canelo was talk that some at first I'll go on to plant quite heavily. Mm. But then looking back, Canelo was asking some worse things. Apparently, does this quite a lot, and we saw it with the, the whole Billy B, uh, Billy no, Joe Canelo, kind of stuff. He basically said, "If you get injured or something, you have to pull out. I still get paid." Yeah, I'm planning to hear that, but I get why Canelo saying that though. And look at look at look at like, look at these current fights people putting out because of COVID. He's saying, "I still want to get paid if anything happens to you." And a lot but you want to get MTMs to go and fight something. Everyone that gets gets COVID is getting COVID. Does that make sense? Bear in mind, can never get a payday, like a payday high here. Yeah. Yeah. Even a payday high to go and fight some black bum. Mm. That sounds... Why, why is this a payday high? Is this just because of... This is how it's paid. paid. You come to Al Heyman, you know what happens with Al Heyman's checks come up. But it's mm. also because <laughs> 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 it's the Because it's the undisputed. And the yeah. first ever undisputed as super middleweight. So. Mm. Mm. And it's on PBC, so the checks come up. Mm. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. Mate. Not too sure about that. Canelo, you know how, how we do over here. Yeah, over here, gonna get a chain and a Lambo with it. I'm sure. I'm sure Canelo goes straight back to Eddie, mate. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's got the DNG thing going on over there. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's talk next about. Um. My mind's gone blank. Um, what are we talking about next though so i wanted to talk about um not i didn't want to do tyron woodley yet i wanted yeah. to do tommy fury tommy fury no there was what what did you just say tommy fury no that's how is his name there's something else we need to talk about hey you got it right man the fact that you stomped that you you forgot and stopped that's literally Pacquiao's kind of fading out. He's, he's like, <laughs> Pacquiao needs to pack his bags and leave Boxing and Jogging. No, oh, it what? was... <laughs> Pacquiao needs to pack his bags. Pa- pa- Pacquiao go-go, yeah? <laughs> Pacquiao. Pacquiao must go. Uh, um, listen, it was, it, it was always going to be... Uh, we were all looking forward to the dispense fight right um and it, you know it was it was building up to be one of the um the fights of the year um you know just in terms of like anticipation and stuff like that um obviously it didn't happen and yeah you know, i guess it's you know these these fights that um where the um you know someone steps in they always seem to cause like these upsets right i'm not too sure historically maybe it's just a bit of bias there seeking in like you know you, you recognize it a bit more when someone steps in and, 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 and beat someone. We've seen it with like Andy Ruiz. Um, who, who else was recently someone stepped in and beat someone? Um, uh, Lee, what's his name? Lee thingy. What's his name? Who? On the fight forum card. In, in, the, in, the, in the fight card, the fight camp, right? Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. On fight camp, yeah. Yeah, I know you talk about, I, f- I forgot the name that you talk about. Um, but yeah, that, it, it does feel like a lot of this is like happening. Um, so I, I understand that it could be quite difficult. You you prepare all camp for, you know, a certain fighter, and then um, and then what with what was it like two weeks? 
I can't remember how long it was before. Seven um, yeah. how, seven days was it? Eleven. Eleven. Crazy. Eleven days. Yeah. yeah. So you know, eleven days before you're supposed to fight someone, you know, you're having to fight someone completely different. How much, you know, how much does that play into, you know, uh, Pac's defeat name? I mean, a lot. It does play a lot because Ugas is orthodox and Spence is southpaw. So, you know, you fight, you're facing a right-hander now instead of a left-hander. So everything changes now. The way you fight, you know, your fleet are now going to clash instead of before you're facing a guy who you know, fights with the same hand as uh, uh, Pacquiao. And also... Um, Spence is more of a guy he can fight at range and he can fight on the inside. Whereas Ugas is a guy that he likes fighting. He's Cuban, likes fighting on the outside. He's not that great on the inside. So for Pacquiao, that was an advantage because he, for him, is like okay, if I can get on the inside, I can do some damage here because he's not that well versed. More than Pac- Pacquiao's better there, but all in total, it it was detrimental to him. But that wasn't the main reason he lost. It was just age. If you watch the fight, it was more just. That's not a prime Pacquiao. That was someone way past it. And like you guys said, he needs to pack it in and you know call it a day on a good career. Do, 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 so do you think do you think he we is think going to, to pack it in? Pacquiao, pack it in. Pack it in. You heard it here do, first. I, I, I don't know if we are gonna be the person. <laughs> yeah, I don't I just yeah. I feel like a lot of people may be using that. I'm not too sure. I don't want to like. I don't want to, you know, doubt anyone's creativity and originality. But to me, it just feels a bit too, you know, easy. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, do do, do you think? Do you guys think this is going to be the last time that we see Pacquiao? Then is this? You know, obviously we we all know about his politician, political, um, ambitions. Sorry, ambitions. Um, so you know, could it be that? All right, he's done with boxing now, and uh, you know, you don't think I so? Think he's he's going to be back. Yeah, I think he's going to be back because Mayweather you know, exhibition fight. No, I think you know what it is. I think um, to answer your question, I think he just didn't really make the money he should have made, didn't it? Um, I think, and I think he's going to retire literally because he gets retired. Essentially, it didn't take too much damage. He was an old man in there, like, and Spence would have retired him, like, quite, quite badly, quite brutally, mm-hmm. and. That would have sent him on packing, but he was quite annoying actually. He, he's come out after the fight and said, Oh, yeah, um, this was the easiest fight of my career. I should, um, I should have been beating him, but my legs were cramping up. So, yeah, he, mm-hmm. needs to run that back. he wants to run it back. And it's like at the same breath here, I'm seeing a video of this guy with his eyes closed up, and his wife and his wife is literally spoon feeding him, thinking, mm-hmm. Is this guy sick or something? Like, what's mm-hmm. like, I can't lie, I'm sorry, yeah. Other fighters get short and attacked for having excuses Manny Pacquiao has had so many excuses and no one actually gets onto it it's actually ridiculous at this point um, a guy literally he's become out. known for it now hasn't he yeah, yeah. excuses you guys outboxing I actually called that though I'm actually so pissed off we didn't do um the rankings of the league table because I would have mm. definitely kept right in on that I said yeah mm. the minute that that that's what I said yeah you guys are winning that all day mm. long I said Pacquiao's legs are fucked we know they're fucked he's, mm. every single fight for the last couple of fights from that round five in, you got um that big guy in his camp rubbing his legs, like trying to trying to massage it because he's got cramps in his calves. So I knew you guys are gonna find outside and it's gonna box and box circles and Pacquiao's not permitted to move. His legs are gone. Mm. Easy day. It was an easy fight all day long. And on top of it, there was something really weird going on with you guys' arm. Like, but his bicep was swollen, didn't it? Yeah, I thought I thought he had I thought he had the bicep tear, but was jabbing 
the head off Pacquiao quite comfortably. So it's not. And 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 the thing about the excuse with the legs, like yeah, okay, you can say oh, okay, oh yeah, but my legs were cramping up. But that's part, that's that is father time. That's what happens when you're. How was Pacquiao? 42, 43? Yeah, 43. That's what happens when you're like this, boxing. Unfortunately, Manny, as well, I, I don't need to tell you this. Like you are a seasoned pro and you've had 60, 70 fights or whatever you've had. Really you know, that. you need your legs to fight. So if your <laughs> legs are cramping up whilst you're fighting, mate, that, you know, that's, that's not something that, you know, that's just to do with your physicality. And physicality has a lot to do with winning boxing matches. So if you can't get your physicality right, or if you've lost your physicality and your legs have gone, unfortunately, you're going to lose boxing matches. You're going to lose fights. So I'm not really hearing that as an excuse, to be honest, because that is, you're a 43 year old man fighting. How old are you guys? Like 30? 35. Is he 35? Okay. But still, I mean, significant age gap there, especially as you get older, the years matter a lot. So um, yeah, man, just, didn't really want to hear the excuses from Pacquiao to yeah. be honest uh, I think I think he, he you're probably right he probably hasn't made uh, and uh, God knows how many people he is feeding you know what I'm saying like a country like he gives half his money literally a whole country right so and I think he had big tax issues in America until, yeah. until Uncle Heyman came and cleared it up for him yeah yeah so he's probably paying that shit off <laughs> he's probably paying all of that shit off so I understand it he, he, he wants to get these paydays and you know I think Everyone must have been. He must have been. Um, I, did he get the, did, because Spence pulled out? I, I'm guessing he's not going to get the same amount of money as he would have for got for fighting Spence, right? I've got an assumption the pay per view was would have been dead because they still. I'm surprised that still stayed on pay per view. Yeah, yeah that's it. But it's Pacquiao is a pay per view fighter, though, isn't it? Oh come on, man! Like who who cares to watch him versus you guys? How many I people? How many people bought it? Two fifty. Oh, is that good? Is that good? In this day and age, it's decent. For Pacquiao, no. Pacquiao's bad, in all yeah. fairness. Pacquiao mm. versus Spence probably would have done at least seven eight hundred. Right, so he's so he's probably made a lot less money than... Um, yeah. So he's yeah. probably thinking, with all these things, you know, um, that have, you know, uh, you know, he's lost this fight that, you know, he could have got a, a massive payday from. Um, he's fighting... And title, yeah, exactly. Now he's fighting someone who's like... You know, a lot to prove as well. Nothing to lose, really. Um, these fights are always tough. Obviously, Errol Spence must probably been, you know, massively devastated by that as well. He still I wants. Like, he's back. I don't know if he's coming. I heard that. Um, I saw about he had a tear in his retina. I'm going to ask you guys, Errol Spence. Yeah. Well, damaged goods. What's going on with his health? Yeah, I don't know if he might be done, but apparently, that tear was caused possibly from the accident. It's just eventually. Yeah, being found. Disgusting. There's no uh, to this day. I, I always say to myself, "There's absolutely no way he could ever be the same fighter he was before the accident." Now, mm. no way. against um Danny. Mm, Danny well, was, Danny though, like he got he's Danny, Danny's going to chin check you regardless. I, I don't know, man. Don't think, like, could it be though that these things? You know, it, I'm not. I'm not a doctor or anything like that. But do these things happen over time? He's sparring still. You know, yeah. I. I don't know what precautions they take during Spence's sparring, but, you know, he's probably training really hard. He's probably sparring hard. You know, are these things that can happen over the course of a training camp? You know, wait, it's been like two years since the accident, right? So, yeah. sorry? It must be, yeah. Yeah. So, like, could it be that these things 
creep up on him maybe i don't want to wish i don't want to put it out in into the world or anything like that but they insinuated to be fair they literally insinuated that um after from the two training camps and then the hard um, um fight obviously with danny between that that might have that that that's under that underlying issue with his retinal that what's mm. happened from the crash that's just didn't come to read itself and doesn't he struggle to make weight as well he does at one point seven, but he's never actually he's never actually started struggling in skill. But you can tell he's burning down. Mm. But in saying that, since the crash, he's been at weight and he hasn't he has he hasn't blown up since. Mm. Yeah, you, see, yeah. you can see he changed his life around in the sense of okay, he's gonna start taking boxing more seriously. Like mm. the guy I was doing, he was leaving no stone on turn to Pacquiao. I honestly feel like God save Pacquiao. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if Pac was here that way, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least a couple broken like. <sighs> last whips because Spencer's gonna go there and go to go to his body with someone whose legs can't move that just sounds like a recipe for disaster mm. it was interesting because obviously before this Errol Spence fight right everyone was doing the conversations oh if Pac beats Errol Spence does he now have like a better you know not a better fighter than Mayweather but is he a you know does he have the better yeah, yeah. resume is he yeah. does he have the better career Timeless, better. Yeah, yeah exactly and it's like well now you've gone and lost to you guess so it's like we can't even why were we even entertaining this discussion we should have just let them fight and then you can have the discussions afterwards but it just seems all a bit pointless now doesn't it but um it, and it you know for for such a great fight if it was to end now it is such a sour note to end it with right because you want these fighters to end on a high you want them to sail off on the sunset like obviously on this podcast we're a huge proponent for go and get your bag go get your money and then get out as soon as possible like we know as much as we want to be entertained, none of us are going to sit here and be like, yeah, go and fight a little bit longer and, and risk your health. Like we will want people to get paid, make as much money as possible. But it is sad to see that someone who does seem like, not that he's, I'm sure he ain't fucking short of a few quid. Do you know what I'm saying? But he does seem like he is fighting now just to get that extra payday, you know, and make the money that he, he feels like maybe he should have made or maybe made bad financial choices. And you never want to see anyone in a ring, especially as someone as great as Pacquiao, where you, you know, maybe, maybe not, not, not as good as Mayweather, right? But in terms of what he's achieved in the sport, I mean, he's got to be in your top 10, right? Top 10, 15 fighters of all time. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Let's talk about, um, let's, to, to finish, let's talk about the, um, the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, um i didn't watch it I, I, I didn't i didn't watch it um i didn't watch tommy fury either but um I've from what i heard the whole of today because i still have to watch that nonsense really so bit farcical really right um it I, makes boxing look like such a joke man all intents and purposes I, I i i don't quite know what to to make of this whole jake paul thing right because i want to say that what he has achieved in the sport yeah, he's mad. Yeah, no, you it, know, is. it is. Like it it's is. crazy what he's actually. And I know Tyron Woodley's not a boxer, but he's still a fighter. Yeah, you know what I mean, he's still a fighter. So to to, to I, I I don't know. Is there some contention over scorecards? Some people are thinking maybe Tyron Woodley won, or did Jake Paul win that convincingly? Nah, Tyron didn't win. It was Jake a, won. Jake right, won. Okay, yeah. he didn't win. But but it was a, it was a poor quality fight, was it? Yeah, it was. Everyone's. I'm more annoyed with Tyron Woodley. Right, not Jake. I'm annoyed with him because he had at, at least two or three points. He had Jake hurt a lot. 
mm. and it didn't close the show. But for some reason, I don't know if it was because it was staged or because Tyrone is not a boxer, he just he would hurt him and he would move back. And then he would just, mm. you know, he wasn't throwing much, basically. Mm. It was and, a little apple fight. Huh? It was a little apple fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. very low. But yeah, even, even in the MMA, apparently, like, that's just how he fights. So I, mm. I don't know. But um, like I said, like, put, if you slapped an amateur boxer in there and he, he got Jake Paul had like that, it would have been done, in my opinion. That should be a level pro fighter. Say that again, Sam. In round four, that should have been classed as a, a that team should, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he fell. He fell down. The ropes held him up. So yeah, Tyron Woodley was. Uh, I watched his press conference afterwards. He was talking about yeah the, the ropes. ropes yeah, yeah. Mm, he, he, mm, he was a knockdown basically, but the ropes mm. held him up, basically. But, but um, one, and that's the, I can't lie to you, man. The minute you've actually gone in, yeah, and actually gone to points with Jay Paul, and you are a seasoned legend in the in the striking bro. MMA world. You've lost, man. I'm sorry. You've lost mm. by default. Shocking. You, yeah. should, you should be getting a guy out of there regardless. In in order to win that fight, he, was, he has to stop Jake Paul anyway, right? Because yeah. like, people are just going to be... People are just going to have like, un- that underdog bias where it's like... Even yeah. though Jake... You know Jake Paul was the favourite for this fight? Yeah, he was. What? Because he he's knocking people up. And everyone's just like... Trying to the the boxer. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Hats off to Jake Paul. Like, for all the discredit he gets about um, he's not a boxer and whatever, whatever, whatever. He he really is like dedicating himself to it, and he's mm-hmm. he just beat Tyron Woodley. That is, even though he's not a, a boxer, he's a seasoned MMA fighter. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. he should not be doing what he's doing. He's a no. former world champion as well. So yeah, 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 absolutely insane, insane. Like I, I I don't like the Paul brothers, right? But I've got respect for yeah. what the fuck they're doing. Do you know what I mean? No, because no, they're put- <laughs> it's all mad. Is that they're putting in the graft as well? So it's not like they're cheating. They're not no, cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're putting in the graft and they're doing something that's unprecedented, really and truly. Oh, you know, never been, done never been done before. And it's interesting to see what happens next because obviously Tommy Fury fought in the um um as well. And right, I didn't watch it either. Um, I don't really know what to think of Tommy Fury. I don't know what level he is. I don't know. Oh, you, you know, know what what it is? What... before we even talk about Tommy Fury, yeah, I have to take my hat off to him because at the very least, he acknowledges that he's shit. And I'm happy. <laughs> Because who at the end of the who fight, acknowledged he said, it? Tommy Fury. He said, "Like I've got so much more to work on." Okay. Like, because they were asking him that like, question. I didn't normally ask like, "Who's yeah. next?" Blah blah blah. And he was just like, "I've got so much to work on. I'm not even mm. close to being as good as I should be." So I, I can respect that because that fight was shocking. Mm. Because he was the, the person he was fighting is what five and three in, in MMA and zero mm. and one in boxing. Yeah. And it's five foot seven. Tommy Fury six one. Six so uh, how did it finish? Well, right. By the way, that fight it went to moved. points. Yeah, yeah. and the fight was moved to four rounds as well. Yeah, I'm glad that they moved because the, the fans started booing in round three. So I'm yeah. glad that they moved it to four rounds. I, I do, I do worry a bit about Tommy Fury. Not 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 worry about in the, in the fact that I'm concerned about him because I don't really give a shit about him. But um, oh, all right, all right. I, in terms of like his career. I just wonder, is this this kind of like, have you been sucked into Molly May's? Sorry, Sam, you don't have to comment on this because I know you've got um, allegiances, but um, have you been sucked into like Molly May's kind of world here where, you know, social media is everything and, you know, um, 
No, I'm not trying to be harsh, but you're you're no. a fighter at the end of the day. And okay. are you being dragged I'm into a world Lewis. where you are catering to it's you know like a YouTube community? You're not looking after your fundamental boxing career. Lewis. After this, I wonder where he goes. He's not a boxer. <laughs> I was gonna say that's what I'm gonna say. Who? Who? Tommy Fury. He's not. He's yeah. not. Boxing. He claims he's a boxer because he's brother's not, boxer. He's someone he's he's just hands around the gym because he's brother's boxer. But he's a professional boxer. Yes. Yeah. He's an amateur pedigree. What, what, what serious boxer, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. actually taking boxing seriously, goes on Love Island. That's <laughs> yeah. But he, but he said he was a boxer. Yeah, because so did all the football players that go on there. <laughs> Send me pro. The started a long time ago. What are they doing on Love Island? Mm. Mm, mm, I mm, think mm. he should be more in that Molly Way world. Okay, fair enough. Fair, fair, that's an interesting perspective. So me, I'm thinking that he's a serious boxer, right? I'm seeing John Fury. You know, he seems to be taking his son's career quite seriously. From the time he's all around, he's no? 50-50. should have been known that was done. The guy, that said, Ty- you and Jake Paul are the guy that built Tyson was um, Peter Fury, not John. I don't mm. know why he trained with John. He should have trained with Peter if he's being serious. Trained with mm. Peter Fury because Peter Fury can make a good fighter. To be to be fair, and John John Fury loves a bit of YouTube as well, doesn't he? So, yeah. like they they know, man. They know that Tommy Fury yeah. is not really here for that. If I was Tommy Fury, to honest with you, mate, your message just became the creative director of PMT. Bro, you better go. Go and get a line on the Be Who Men or whatever. Get, get, get your modeling up, B. Yeah. And do that. <laughs> This the YouTube channel. Stop doing YouTube in there. No, you don't need this kind of smoke, man. Your missus is making serious bread, man. That mm. love that Molly May money, yeah. That's me. Listen, you see that that social media money is long. You seen some uh, Dior jacket? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I wake up and look at a picture of something. Really trying to get that Kim, man. How about three pictures on Instagram, bro? Bro, all three of them. I don't got memories in my head. Trying to be like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just swiping it in your Literally. in your brain. Literally. On a real, oh god. Anyway, on that note, guys, let's wrap it up. Um, like I said at the start of the podcast, um, we will be resorting to Sunday evening recordings, um, live. So if you do want to join, uh, live, you can join us on a Sunday evening. Uh, on our usual YouTube channel and Twitter and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, feel free to tune in there. If not, yeah, 100%. And um, as usual, the podcast will still be released on Apple and Spotify. It will just be released on a Monday from now on. So um, this will be the last time that it won't be on a Monday. And I I know this is going to confuse you guys. We're recording on a Monday and it's Tuesday. Listen, one-off, right? Absolute one-off, okay? Follow the, be, follow the Twitter account and you know what's going on. Yeah, follow the Twitter account, Ringside Fracas, and you will know exactly what's going on. All right, guys, take it easy and we will see you again on Sunday. Sweet. Peace. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Like, is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, it for I, seven I or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was gonna rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror, no, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever, there's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their floor, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, the bike. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.